if you're gonna have children and you, you just want to do like the, the minimal preparation, keep them fed, feed them all the way through the day. And I don't mean canapes because what child do you know who wants to eat a prawn on a little cracker? Like no child. Welcome to the Yes Do I Do podcast, your weekly wedding planning show hosted by Jack Brister and Chris Piercy. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Yes Do I Do, your wedding planning podcast. I'm joined by Jack Brister as always. Hello. And I'm of course Chris Piercy. We were joined today by Danielle who runs The Wedding Crushers. You can think of her as being the Mary Poppins of the wedding industry. And this is how we got on. So Danielle, could you tell us a bit about The Wedding Crushers? Yeah, so... Basically, we provide wedding childcare and children's entertainment um, at weddings and also at big family events. Basically, anything where there is a gathering of people where it would be handy to have someone to look after the children. Well, I think you've probably hit a, a massive niche in the market. And um, from because you've not been running that long, have you? But you see, your business seems to have absolutely exploded from from an outside perspective, anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we've been running, it'll be three years in February, mm-hmm. um, and we started, I think it was the 1st of February we officially launched in 2016, and I found out on the 2nd of February that I was pregnant, so it's made it really easy to time it, <laughs> um, and, and sort of realize how long we've been going for i find it quite incredible because it seemed like you in the nicest possible way appeared out of nowhere uh overnight <laughs> and then before i know it you're recommended supply everywhere whenever i go to any wedding fairs you're always there um and, and this is not like your kind of standard low-end you know village hall wedding fair or something like that this is kind of the very high-end kind of lower castle type wedding fairs because you know everyone has seen the level of service you provide because it's not just oh we're going to bring some kind of crappy old toys with us the stuff that you bring to your your crushes is of very very top rate stuff i mean it's really classy classic wooden toys and things like that and it's all kind of um all kind of fits in nicely with the with the whole idea i think yeah no we um we really pride ourselves on on bringing the most lovely things and it's about sort of giving the parents that nostalgia um, when they walk into the creche and when the children walk into the creche we don't want them to be walking into a room full of things that they're already familiar with we want them to walk in and and have that feeling that um, that I remember getting when I was a child when I used to come down the stairs on Christmas morning um, we want that for the children and the parents and we do get that they, they come in and there is that oh my god I want to play um, and that's for children of all ages as well as their parents. And we actually often do have the adult guests coming in, <laughs> wanting to just just play and jump in the ball pit uh, and have their face painted. So it really sort of brings about that kind of childhood excitement, which is really wonderful. I think that's amazing, Danielle. And Chris said this to me before we started. He, um, he referred to you as the Mary Poppins of weddings. <laughs> So I'm interested to hear about your background and what got you kind of into this industry and into doing crashes at weddings. Okay, so I've always loved looking after children. I was an only child, so I didn't have siblings. 
and um, I had friends that I used to spend a lot of time with and their mums all started having sort of second babies and because my mum never did when they suddenly had these little baby brothers and sisters coming into the house I was just completely captivated by them and I just loved looking after them and watching them grow so I, I knew really early on that childcare was was for me uh, so I, I just absolutely adored taking care of, of children of all ages so I taught and I was uh, an early years teacher so I was I'm basically really uh, really good at and really enjoy teaching sort of foundation age children up to about year two and I suddenly realised that actually if I was teaching I couldn't spend the time that I wanted to spend with my family because I think teachers it's one of those things they're perfectionists they want to be everything to their class and and make sure that they raise them to where they need to be and it's really difficult to do that whilst you're also trying to raise a family so I stopped teaching and I opened up a childminding company and childminded for a good sort of two years um, and I loved it but it it was I just needed something where I was meeting loads of people and traveling and exploring and I needed sort of that excitement and I met uh, a wedding videographer. That's Sophie. Uh, and that was Sophie. Uh, so I used to watch her going to all these weddings and and all the wedding fairs, and she'd tell me about the wedding awards and just all of it. I found so exciting. And I sat down one day with my husband Steve, and I just thought, I I really want to change my job, and I really want to work in the wedding industry. I'm not really good at anything. I can't take photographs. I, I can't do magic. I can't do anything, I, you know, that's particularly wedding-y. But I'm really good with kids. Um, and I sort of thought back to my own wedding. And that was the one thing that, that we could have really done with is just someone to take all of them and, and keep them entertained. And that was that kind of eureka moment where I thought, actually, oh my gosh, but this needs to happen. This is something that not many people are doing. And... I can do really well and and that was that so my background obviously sort of led to being good at childcare yeah and and then meeting Sophie and being introduced to the wedding industry it kind of was this like massive boof and uh, and that was that kind of all <laughs> fell into place yeah yeah it all it all fell into place and, what, I think's, um, what I think is great is that you've managed to like carve your own niche because you know it's there aren't many other companies out there like that, I don't think. Um, and so you're almost kind of, you're kind of down here, at least in Dorset anyway, there isn't, I don't think, or n none that have kind of popped their heads up and kind of been kind of as widely known as uh, the wedding crashes anyway. So it's kind of like trailblazing almost in, uh, in that sense. I mean, I think that brings us on quite nicely to our topic of conversation um, for the day. Uh, and it's always a controversial one, I think. And that is, should you have children at your wedding day? Uh, Jack, what's your? Um, I know you've got some opinions on this. Um, so what? What? Yes. Straight off, and you can't just say no. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's the, children at a wedding is very, very dependent on whether you are looking after the children properly or not. If you're not doing anything for the children, but you're letting them be there, then I wouldn't 
have them there unless you know the only way it works is if you've got something to keep them occupied because children are children you know they have relatively short attention spans and they need constant attention and all this kind of stuff that at a wedding the parents don't really want to have responsibility of so i think you you need to have something in place to make it work properly and you're right chris there aren't many creches that that specialize in weddings that i've seen anyway i've seen a couple at wedding fairs but i've never actually been to a wedding where there is one there so i'd be interested to hear how it works uh, from danielle so the way the creche works um, yes so basically it obviously everything starts with that magic inquiry somebody phones in and they say i've got 25 children at my wedding i didn't realize i can't go back and uninvite them i'm you know what do i do um and at that point we sort of say okay you've got 25 children how long do you want the care for do you want all 25 children in the creche at one time or would you rather we sort of said we'll take 10 and then maybe do a swap because actually sometimes it's not so much that they don't want the children around it's just that they don't want so many around at one time but other people sort of say no do you know what I want them all there, but I don't want them all there for the meal and the speeches because I really want that bit quiet. Or I'd really like a quiet ceremony and then I want them to have somewhere that they can retreat to in the evening when they're a bit tired. So we figure out what the couple wants and and then we create it for them. So we, we look at the hours they want, what they want to be happening during the time that they're with us, whether they want them to be doing arts and crafts, whether they want them to watch a film, make up a play, just be playing themselves, it, you name it, we do it. Um, and then we will arrive at the wedding venue. And if we can get in in the morning, we'll try and go and set up in the morning before anybody arrives. Uh, it takes us about two hours to set the crush up. We have got it down to an hour, but it depends how many staff we have with us. Because when we arrive, we empty an entire van. And that thing is packed, like, floor to ceiling. Um, and Steve will be there driving, and there'll be, like, stuff sort of up to here, even on the passenger seats. And we also bring the seven-seater, and that's packed too. You have, so, like, time-lapse videos, don't you? I've, I've seen do. those of you kind of taking the, the room from... from uh, from nothing and empty to being like a, a childhood haven of uh, fun, basically. Um, so your, your service is really, really dynamic. So you know whatever is required, you can provide it. And you you do overnight stuff as well, is that right? If, if... Yeah, yeah, we can do overnight stuff. So often what people want <clears throat> is a creche where our nannies or some of our nannies stay and take the children, get them settled in their beds. Um, and, and stay overnight. Usually uh, it's the wedding couple that ask for that because, you know, they, they want their wedding night, just, you know, they need they need rest. Uh, and they also need rest in the morning because I, when I got married, I woke up the next morning and I felt like I'd been hit by a train. Uh, <laughs> and actually, if I'd have had my children around that morning, I, I don't think I'd have coped. That makes perfect sense. I mean, I... Yeah, I think it's it's a great idea to have that as an option as well for the for the bride and groom if they need it um for me as a entertainer as a magician i know a lot of kids entertainers of course um a lot of them are my friends and they do uh kids entertainment at weddings sometimes um but the the problem i find with that concept is that it's generally has to be um 
or it makes an awful lot of noise because he's trying to generate as much noise as possible to in order you know for the kids to have as much fun in their you know, inverted commas as possible um so i'm kind of interested in as a crash does it have to be in a separate room can it be integrated into the main room to it you know to how much space do you need or is that all the kind of thing that just varies depending on the venue and the the bride and groom or what they want and all that kind of stuff as well um yeah it varies massively we can use a separate room we can bring our bell tents um and we're really lucky we've got our own bell tents but we also collaborate with a couple of other bell tent companies so we've got access to a, an abundance of them um which means that we can really set up a creche or even a, a sort of children's village anywhere so if we're working somewhere where there's lots of land we can set up different tents for different things so arts and crafts crash sleeping crash you name it we can sort that out um we can do a crash on the side which is where we would set up an area in the same room as where the main wedding is happening it's one of my least favorite packages to offer because there's a lot of pressure on everyone in the room when the crash is in the room we've obviously got a lot of pressure to keep the children quiet but then there's also the aspect that if the children can see their parents they might want to go to them but also it's not very clear for the child who is kind of I hate saying in charge because we're, we're not in charge but it's more responsible it who's is, the it's, caregiver at yeah that time. who's the caregiver who's the person that is responsible for me and when the children have been signed over to us and we're in a separate room it makes that a lot more clear-cut and the children I think feel a lot more secure and a lot safer because there isn't anything muddled the children don't like things to be muddled they like things to be absolutely crystal clear but you know if somebody wants us to provide a crash on the side we can do that we also provide a sort of mini cozy corner um, specifically for the wedding ceremony so we'll go to sort of a small corner uh, usually at the front but to the side which sounds a bit scary to sort of be right up there with with the couple when they're getting married the reason why we're so close by is usually when we're hired for that service it's the parents who are getting married yeah and so it's it's really lovely for children to have their parents in their eye line and at that point they're then secure to play and we bring you know something them that's nice and quiet that will captivate them usually it's a wooden toy and something that they haven't seen before and there'll always be a toy that's blue because we like to know that we've bought the something blue so we usually bring our doll's house and that has a blue roof and so even if it's in photographs at that point it's it's nice it's something beautiful i can understand that um one thing i think is interesting in terms of what people in terms of this topic itself is if you haven't got children yourself does that automatically mean that you shouldn't invite children to the wedding because i think that if you haven't got any children you think well it should just be adults only then whereas obviously that you might have friends who have got children so it's it can be a really really tricky decision for for people to make but i think i mean i think i'm pretty much in complete agreement with jack which always makes me feel a bit sick but you know um (laughs) sorry yes no your opinion is good I, i think that by all means, invite children, but you know, they've got to be thought of as as um, as much as the, the adults. So, you know, if you're providing entertainment for the adults, you've also got to provide entertainment for the children. I, mean, I think that quite often people just go, 
oh, you know what, we'll just get a couple of colouring books, kids will be fine. It's like, well, yeah, that's that's 15 minutes covered, uh, if you're lucky. <laughs> Maybe not even 15. <laughs> um, but then conversely to that, I mean, just to kind of argue with my own point, um, I think when children get a little bit older, kind of maybe six upwards, if there's some outside space, especially if they're boys, they'll just love running in circles, chasing each other, playing tag. So I, I guess to a certain point, it, it depends on the ages of the children as well. Um, would, you, would you agree, Rob? What's your thoughts on that? So, so first of all, um, you know, you mentioned about couples who don't have children making the decision that actually it's a child-free wedding. Um, I think that whether you do have children or don't have children, deciding to make it a child-free wedding is definitely going to come with, it's going to invite quite a lot of um, stress, uh, whether that's stress to the couple who are getting married or whether it's stress to the, the people that are going to be attending the wedding. As a parent myself, I'm, I, I'm, I can be happy either way. You know, if someone says that they're having a wedding and they're not inviting children, there's always this sort of part of me that, that's sort of thinking, oh, you know, that's, that's a bit of a shame, but okay, I can have a night to myself. But then obviously you have the, okay, I can have a night to myself and I can go to the wedding if I can get a babysitter. So what I always say to people that I meet at wedding fairs, if they say, oh, I, it's fine, we're not having children... I always sort of say, okay, come and chat to me anyway, because if you're, if you're not having children, that's fine. That's, that's the thing, that's the decision that's right for you. But if you know that you're inviting parents to your wedding and you're going to say that it is specifically child-free, just hand them my flyer and say, look, we've decided not to have children, but we know that that's going to, to mean that you know, you've got to find someone to look after after them. This is a company that we found they can come and nanny at the venue so we can go to you know if, if there's accommodation we can go there or we can have a nanny that's sent out to their home but it just gives them that option um but as a mum i love bringing my children to weddings i it's the one time i know that they're all going to get dressed up we're all going to be together we'll get a family photo and also I love them experiencing them. They're gonna be in a room. It's really unusual in this day and age to be in a room where everybody's smiling and everybody's happy for one sole purpose that is, you know, someone's fallen in love. And I just think that there's such a huge part of life, you know, seeing people decide that they want to be together and you know, my, my children have been to so many weddings. They've been to weddings between men and women, men and men, women and women. And in those moments, the universal thing that they've seen is two people who love each other. And if we're constantly keeping them from that, that's really sad, you know, that it's, it's a huge part of life. And I remember going to weddings as a child. I remember my mum seeing friends and being really happy that she was catching up and there'd be photos of me in these big family photos where actually some of the people who were in that photo aren't here anymore. And mm. the only time I ever met or saw them was at a wedding. But also, you know, the parents of that child will thank you as long as, and this is where I come back to you guys being completely right, it's as long as you've done that little bit of preparation. Not much, just a little bit. If you don't have a crash, that's absolutely fine. My biggest piece of advice, if you're gonna have children and you, you just wanna do like the, the minimal preparation, keep them fed 
feed them all the way through the day and I don't mean canapes because what child do you know who wants to eat a prawn on a little cracker like no child uh, so keep them fed <laughs> with things that they actually want to eat that they are familiar with and I don't mean sweets because that is a recipe for disaster well, you just said um, then, though, strangely enough, is actually the exact same way you want to look after Jack at a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> uh, I think that's <laughs> got to be one of the best responses I've ever heard. Uh, I mean, all of the points you made are perfectly valid and make perfect sense. Um, a very quick question I have before we move on, if Chris is okay with that. Um, I think so. Yeah. Uh, uh, one question. As a mum... If you're invited to a wedding and they say no children, does it put you off wanting to go to some extent? If the wedding is far away, Mm. absolutely, because I suddenly have to leave my children behind. And not only is it incredibly difficult to get somebody to look after them for a long time... I don't feel comfortable and I you know that you you just don't relax because you're constantly going to be thinking like okay I I need to find out if they're okay I need to make sure I call them to say good night um so it does put me off uh likewise though if I know I'm going to a wedding with all three of them and I know there isn't anything in place for them that also puts me into sort of like high alert mode and then I'm there sort of thinking okay I'm going to need to pack this and I need to make sure that at this time we're doing that because otherwise this will happen. It's a tough one isn't it because you know on on one hand well for for me personally we struggle with babysitters so you know we've just been invited to our friend's wedding next September and they said no children um, and we're just like awesome can't wait means we can actually have a night and we can enjoy ourselves and you know I don't I don't get to go to many weddings apart from the ones I'm working at. So, um, you know, I think it's a really great opportunity. Whereas, you know, in August next year, we've got a wedding, which is kind of four hours away, and the kids are invited. And I think we would probably feel differently about that. I think this is summing up in one line for for myself. I think it, it's quite simple. Um, just treat the children as if they're another human being and look after their needs. Yeah. Uh, their, their needs are different to the adult needs, but their needs still have to be met. Would you, would you agree with that, Jack? Yeah, I think so. I think that's uh, a perfect way to kind of finish this segment is to treat the kids as humans because they have needs as as do the uh, the adults. So that means it's time to move on to the quick fire questions. Chris, who wants to ask the first question? Um, I know what you're trying to do here, Jack. Yeah, I know. Um, so I'm asking. So you can you can ask the first one. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so. What is your number one tip for hiring a wedding crash? My tip, I, it kind of, I, it kind of goes into two. I'm That's really fine. sorry. I'll try and be quick. The first one is, it's really, really tempting to go for um, a childminder who you know and they, you know, who offers to do it. And I think that that there's, you know, there's definitely positives because you know, obviously, the child already knows that person, um, or to go for, for someone from any childcare setting who offers to do it however that person won't have provided childcare at weddings before um or at least as many weddings as as somebody who does wedding specific childcare 
So when it comes to that time when actually the child wants to run up and down the aisle, they might not know what to do. They might not know sort of the specific parts of the day to get ready and prepare for or even the right questions to ask the couple. Um, And then just sort of going back to what we were saying before, once you've decided the person that is going to be providing your wedding childcare, it's about communication. Sit, Sit down with them and actually go through every single aspect of your day so that you are completely prepared for every moment. Um, and, and in doing that, you know, do it with the child and, and let them get to know whoever is looking after you and your child. Brilliant. So moving on to our next question, uh, your favorite wedding story, I and mean, you must have a whole bunch, but I have to restrict you to just one. Just one, okay. so. We provided a wedding crush at Lulworth Castle this year. We got to the venue and there'd been a little bit of a mix up with the room that we were going to be in. Um, And we didn't have the bell tent with us because we thought we were going to be providing the crush indoors. But it was a really lovely day. So we arrived at this wedding and didn't have a room, but we had an oak tree. So we decided to create a creche underneath the huge hundreds year old oak tree at Lulworth Castle. And it was absolutely incredible because the children got to spend the day just in the presence of this huge castle. And they were jousting they were pretending to be knights and princesses and they some of the older children decided that they wanted us to film a slow motion sword fight um full-blown sort of like lord of the rings style and we were all dressed up and we had a huge picnic and at the beginning of the wedding the children actually got to see all of the wedding cars and wave the bride in and i just it was just that one crash that one moment where I just thought this is absolutely magical and these children are going to remember this for the rest of their lives this is their wedding memory yeah I think that's super sweet um so the next question conversely is what is your worst wedding story uh anything to do with bodily fluids so understand you must have a lot of experience with them <laughs> do you know no we've actually we've been really lucky we haven't had too many <laughs> and, and i don't think anyone would be upset with you for, for thinking that because i'm sure <laughs> that's every parent's least favorite moment about their children as well pretty much yeah yeah it, it is yeah it's definitely my least my least favorite thing about parenting is 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 the uh, unplanned bodily reaction moments <laughs> they're a lot of fun aren't they so uh, your number one general wedding planning tips nothing to do with crashes but just general wedding planning tip what would you say uh so i always say this to my couples because we always have like a final meeting and at that point they're usually terrified um and at that point i sit them down and i say look this isn't this is nothing but a party like, don't get me wrong, it's a kick-ass party, but it's a party. The important thing is your marriage, not your wedding. And you're doing this for you, not anyone else. What a lovely thing to view it as, I think. Yeah, It's a party with a bit of formality at the start, so I, I like to 
remind couples of. So Jack, yeah. you're going to say something. And I can't no, I think that. it's it's a great point because we had uh, Bridal we loved on, and they their general reading planning tip was almost exactly the same. I think that brings us on nicely to our random question of the week. Um, Chris, is it's my turn, isn't it? It is. It is. Because you always try and make me do it because you're rubbish at thinking of them. I am rubbish at thinking of them. So, um, okay, if you could only watch one film for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, do you know, we we really love, um, like, zombie movies. Uh, I, I can see I how that fits in with the childcare, right? <laughs> yep, makes perfect sense. I, I love films where you have to kind of imagine what would happen if uh so i love world war z chris i've, I've got an answer haven't i oh yeah. wow um it's a toss-up between two it would be something like the dark knight um yes oh my gosh yes such a good film um but it might be something ridiculous like the hard tar- um, hard target which is a jean-claude van damme film where he's got ridiculous permed mullets and there's lots of slow motion <laughs> and doves what a great way to end what a fantastic way to end by thinking about Jean-Claude Van Damme with a permed mullet. Um, <laughs> it's the dream, isn't it, really? Living the dream, um, yes. So, thank you, Danielle, for joining us today. You have been a, a wonderful and insightful guest to have on. And if people want to hear about uh, The Wedding Crushers and want to book you, uh, how would they go about doing that? What's your website? So our website is theweddingcrushers.com and crushers is spelt C-R-E-C-H-E-R-Z or they can Google or they can uh, go on our Facebook page or Instagram, we're kind of everywhere. And Jack? If you want to find out more about me you can go to www.theluxurymagician.com you can find me on Facebook at Jack Brister The Luxury Magician or you can find me on Instagram at jbristermagic. Uh, and Chris, if people want to find out more about you, where can they go? They can go to chrispiercymagic.co.uk. Piercy is spelled P-I-E-R-C-Y. Also on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for coming on, Danielle. And uh, I'm sure we'll have you on again in the future as you've had so many wonderful points to make. Uh, but we will uh, speak to you all next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Yes Do I Do. Please remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram using the tag at Yes Do I Do Podcast.